0: Run that shit the fuck back, man. I stay here, grown man, I look back. And I can think of so many things that make perfect sense right now. Yeah. Always thought that things would work out in the end. Friends are not friends, and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Got the south side right behind me, homie. And for me, that's plenty. Now the bypass the drugs, and the haters in the handy play the politics right. And ever so so gentle. Jump and snatch that bread, get the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles in would If they had the chance. or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. You gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is meat. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was on that cheese like a Every moment
1: crucial, I can never break, you will never see me do so, resolution, I will always be on top like revolution, Got the light cause I'm a shine bright, pump the music baby, it's a revolution, feel the music baby, it's a resolution, pump the music baby, it's a revolution. Put the music, baby, Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades got me dazing off and out of space Working out my next chest move, or holding a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just climbed and played Dude, rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot you Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The faith and
0: egos so much better than you My flow is clever, fine, so I can never lose no, it won't stop. till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view. And a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl of two. Saying, man, we take your shoes. Clever, welcome to the top. Because I need that gravy. Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded. Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play. Babe. Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby. It's getting in. It. in the long road home it's dj
2: food can't even need your quick hand. hit me on twitter at dj food hit clever at clever shout out to my niggas jake facility studio my nigga lucy lu young money cash
3: money you niggas don't even know
0: How I think blowed out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch. I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler. Top of the line. I'm representing my mans on the block. The up work.
3: Like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Make sure I'm coming through. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Soul L. And I'm just going to, you know, let's just get it started. We understand incorrect information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Um, correct information incorrectly apply can get you hurt. So, as always, we're always looking to correctly apply correct information. Definitely want to start off by saying all praises and thanks, as well as honors due to the creator and the ancestors. I want to say big up, uh, big shout out, you know, to, you know big brother Yusuf l high frequency radio network.com creator extraordinaire you know he you know created his network here put in a lot of work you know very very knowledgeable brother so you know definitely want to say peace to the big brother do want to invite you to welcome to the foundation.com as always you can check out um, the PDF section definitely a lot of stuff you can read there you can uh, sign up for the email list it's right there you can find the Twitter the Instagram page the Facebook page you can book a consultation as well as make a, a donation all of the things by, you know, welcome to the foundation.com I do want to say peace to all the listeners all the live listeners live callers You know, the internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners, listeners, MP3 listeners, everyone checking out the foundation right now, wherever you are, what day, what time, it doesn't matter. Definitely want to say peace. Want to say also peace to the trustees, you know, salute. All those investing in their private education. And, uh, you know, peace to anyone who, you know, who I've done business with in the privacy, as well as anyone who's sent an email, well wishes, current event. Definitely want to say you know peace to you, and you know definitely peace to anyone who's you know otherwise added to the foundation. I think everyone knows. I try to cover everyone, you know. I know it may be monotonous. But yeah, we're gonna get it moving. Got a lot of current events, you know, um, a lot of current events. So let's just, you know, let's just get into this real quick. We're gonna go through them pretty fast, though. All right. So first, we got Reuters, Fed flags the end to the balance sheet runoff and signaling patience on. Upcoming rates Signaling that they will soon Lay out a plan To stop letting go Of 4 trillion 4 trillion In bonds and other assets But policymakers are still debating How long their newly adopted Patient stance on the U.S. rates policy Will last Y'all can check that out That's on Reuters That's, I think you know the signals, signals what's going on. You know, it's definitely something to look into. CNBC, a recession indicator with a perfect track record over 70 years is close to being triggered. Real quick, the unemployment rate is often called the most important barometer of the coming recession. Once the unemployment rate hits... 50 basis points From its low The economy was already In or heading for a recession Going back to 1948 According to Joseph DeVore,
4: yeah.
3: The chief economist For the Americas At Madison So there's an indicator that's been had a perfect track record for seven years with regards to recessions that is close to being triggered That's CNBC y'all can look at that. Going back to Reuters, U.S factory output drops. Autos fall the most since recession. You know, I'm picking up on a trend. I don't know if you are, you know definitely definitely picking up on a trend here. So, yeah, once again, this is Reuters. And they're saying U.S. manufacturing output fell
0: steeply
3: in January as motor vehicle production posted its biggest fall since 2009 with declines in a broad range of goods likely to fuel fears of a sharp slowdown. in factory activity. The Federal Reserve said on Friday, manufacturing production slumped last month, the deepest drop in eight months. Data for December was revised to show a small increase in output that month, that initially reported. I'm sorry, then initially reported. Um, Also, foreign investors dumped over $70 billion in U.S. Treasuries in December, which is the most on record. Mm. Next, going back to Reuters, um, Constitution's, quote, excessive fines ban bolstered by U.S. high court. I found this interesting, and I wanted to, you know, definitely bring this to the attention of the listeners Uh, In a decision that may curb the rise of financial penalties and property seizures in the U.S. criminal justice system, the Supreme Court today, for the first time, ruled that that the U.S. Constitution's ban on, quote, excessive fines, end quote, applies to states as well as the federal government. What does that mean? Denied justices ruled unanimously in favor of an Indiana man named Tyson Timms who argued that police violated his rights by seizing his $42,000 Land Rover vehicle after he was convicted as a heroin dealer. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, back on the bench for the second day straight after undergoing lung cancer surgery in December, wrote the court's opinion, which clarified the applicability of the excessive fines, prohibition contained in the Constitution's Eighth Amendment. For good reason, the protection against excessive fines has been a constant shield throughout Anglo-American history, exorbitant tolls undermine Other constitutional liberties, Ginsburg said in court as she announced the ruling. The vehicle was taken in a process called civil asset forfeiture that permits police to seize and keep property involved in the crime. The Supreme Court, quote, recognized, I'm sorry, quote, the Supreme Court recognized rightly that the excessive fines clause is a vital check on the government's power to punish people and strip them of their property, said Sam Gedge, a lawyer at the Institute for Justice, a libertarian legal legal group that represents Tim's. That's an asset asset forfeiture. The the, the Supreme Court just ruled on it, you know what I'm saying? U.S. health spending to rise 5.5% percent year over year for the next de- decade. This is CMS. This is on Reuters. U.S. health spending is expected to grow on an average of 5.5% every year from 2018 over the next decade and will reach nearly $6 trillion by 2027 as more people become eligible, eligible for Medicare, a government health agency said today. On Wednesday, rising income levels, better employment rate, and more people enrolling for Medicare, the Federal Health Insurance Program, Um, the Federal Health Insurance Program for people age 65 and above. And the disabled will cause health care spending to rise to 19.4% in the U.S. economy by 2027, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said. In 2017, health care spending accounted for 17.9% of the country's gross domestic product. Annual spending growth for Medicare is expected to average 7.4% over the 10-year period. The number exceeds spending projections for Medicaid, the government insurance program for low-income Americans, and private health insurance plans, which are expected to average 5.5% and 4.8% respectively over the same period. I think this stuff is important. There's, you know, this is on Reuters. I mean, this is there's a theme. You know, what I, mean? I hate to hate the cages. U.S. China trade war rattles agribusinesses, especially buns. This is on Reuters. U.S. President Donald Trump's trade war with China has roiled agriculture markets and given the world's top grain merchants the only. One thing they have long claimed was essential to turn trading profit volatility. And yet, Archer Daniels, Midland Company, Bunge LTD, Cargill Incorporated, and Louis Dreyfus Company, the so called ABCDs of grain, have not performed as well as expected and, in some cases, failed to deliver the profit windfall promised by company executives. Investors said, and analysts said, if anyone should have been a winner in the Trump administration's sweeping trade war, it should have been the ABCDs. Said industry analysts. Investors had expected these international grain traders to benefit. I'm sorry, benefit from market volatility and shifts in global grain flows resulting from a trade war between the world's two largest economies. China imposed steep tariffs on a raft of U.S. goods, including grain and soybeans in July. The traders have struggled to capitalize on moving goods from areas of surplus to areas in need. The reasons are varied and company-specific, from bad political bets to supplying I'm sorry, supply chain gaffes.
4: <sighs>
3: That's on Reuters. Right. I can check that out. U.S.-China trade war rattles rattles, agribusinesses. Next, palladium breaks $1,500 an ounce barrier for first time while gold rolls. This is on CNBC. You see how this stuff inversely, I'm saying this stuff is inversely correlated with this stuff, and um, I think that's, you know, I think that's the stuff that, you know, people should pay attention to. Um, Palladium jumped to above the $1,500 an ounce mark for the first time today, propelled by a stark supply deficit, while gold hit a 10-month high on a weaker dollar, as investors awaited cues on US monetary policy. Palladium's deficit is likely to persist for at least the next couple of years and there's limited opportunity to ease the market tightness, said Suki Cooper, precious metals analyst at Standard Chartered Bank. Leading auto catalyst manufacturer Johnson Manthe. I'm sorry, Matthew, said last week that a persistent supply deficit in the palladium market was likely to widen this year. Tighter emissions legislation means palladium loadings continue to rise, offsetting weakness we've seen in auto sales, Cooper said. Demand remains strong, and we haven't seen an increase in line outputs. Further, a broad-based substitution from palladium to platinum was not immediately feasible and was we'll set. So, you know, that was, you know, hey, pay, pay attention. Back on Reuters, uh, you know, I'm almost done. I'm almost done with events. Um, uh, Risk of U.S. corporate recession rises as earnings outlook dims. <sighs> just like this, you know. This is theme, this theme that's this is theme rated significantly in recent months. Data shows raising the risk that companies in the United States may slip into recession before its economy does, with Europe close behind. Analysts on average expect the SP 500's first quarter earnings per share to drop. Uh, Analysts have also made deep cuts to forecasts for the rest of the year. They still expect growth in the remaining three quarters, meaning Wall Street would avoid a technical recession typically defined as a fall in two consecutive quarters, but only just as the lowered growth forecasts are meager. The swift pace and size of the cuts have kindled concerns that the downward trend will continue, particularly as companies struggle with squeezed margins and large amounts of debt. As Reuters, risk of U.S. corporate recession rises as earnings outlook dims. Next one, Deutsche Banker. Deutsche Banker. Lost 1.6 billion on one single trade involving Warren Buffett, said the Wall Street Journal. (laughs) Let me read a little bit. I mean, mean. embattled German lender Deutsche Bank lost 1.6 billion on a single bond trade that involved insurance from Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, according to the Wall Street Journal. The bank bought a 7.8 billion Dollar portfolio of municipal bonds. In 2007, according to the report, Deutsche Bank bought default protection on the bonds from Berkshire the following year, paying $140 million in the transaction. In the decade after its purchase, purchase Deutsche Bank managers delayed the recognition of losses on the trade, sparking an internal debate among executives and banks' auditor. The newspaper reported The trade had become an albatross for the firm, which ultimately chose to sell the bonds at a loss and retires Berkshire Insurance, recognizing a 1.6 billion dollar loss in
4: 2016.
3: Hmm. I mean, that wasn't. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. I don't think. I don't think if you lose 1.6 billion dollars, it's ever gonna feel like it was that long ago. But you know, I. I mean, I could be wrong. Could be wrong, $300 billion business tax break meant to raise wages is instead helping companies replace workers with machines, studies. I mean, a study says, this is on the Washington Post, a $300 billion business tax break pitched as a way to boost hiring and wages had a modest effect on unemployment no effect on wages and probably has accelerated the rate at which companies are able to replace workers with machines according to a new working paper by researchers at Duke University and Grinnell College excuse me the tax break the tax break in question known as Bonus depreciation allows businesses to take larger upfront write-offs on depreciation or expected wear and tear of newly purchased equipment. It was introduced as part of the Job Creation and Worker Assistance Act of 2002, according to the Congressional Research Service, and was recently expanded as as part of the tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. So Trump's Trump's administration expanded it. Businesses are allowed to deduct the cost of equipment depreciation on their annual tax returns. Typically this works out to a certain percentage of the price of a given piece of equipment each year. Bonus depreciation, however, allows a business to take some or all of that deduction up front. In the year the equipment is purchased rather than staggering it out over time. <coughs> excuse me. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, for instance, allows businesses to deduct the full price of a piece of equipment in the year it's purchased. To use a $100,000 truck as an example, without bonus depreciation, a business purchasing that truck will deduct its value over a period of six years reflecting the depreciation in the truck's value. Under the Tax Cut Jobs Act, the business can deduct the full $100,000 purchase price right away. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, man, I got a ooh. Bonus depreciation is often pitched as a way to spur business investment which in turn will create jobs and raise wages. That promise is backed into the titles of the bills, such as the Job Creation and Worker Assistance Act of 2002. You see how they name this stuff? They have created or modified the tax break over the years. Similarly, a 2017 analysis by the White House's Council of Economic Advisors predicts that lowering the corporate tax rate and allowing businesses to deduct the full price of equipment purchases upfront will result in higher worker wages as a result of changes in worker productivity that result from increased capital investment. The study examines the effects of bonus depreciation from 2002 to 2012 primarily by comparing labor market conditions in counties with different levels of exposure to the tax break. Excuse me, the study finds that some of the benefit of the tax break did indeed trickle down to workers. Over the ten year period, it created five point six five million jobs relative to the baseline level of employment in two thousand one. Excuse me, my thought was dry. But this increased employment came at a steep cost to taxpayers, pricing the $297 billion cost of the tax break during that period. According to the paper's analysis, it works out to roughly $53,000 per job. Other research has shown that government spending typically boosts employment at a cost of $30,000 per job. It's almost double, (coughs) $53,000. Excuse me. While bonus depreciation had measurable effects, on the labor market, our results suggest that tax cuts to corporations are not the most effective forms of stimulus, the authors wrote. Beyond that, the study finds that the tax break appears to have slightly decreased worker pay in the county most exposed to it. The authors, the authors attribute this finding in part to the effects of automation. The tax break made it cheaper for companies to invest in equipment, such as automated checkout machines, that replaced workers. As many jobs lost to automation were well-paid jobs in production, administration, and sales. The rapid decline in these county subsectors likely explains some of the later period declines in compensation and compensation per worker daylight. That relates to the final key finding that the paper's results strongly suggest that on net, businesses' equipment investments are helping workers become more productive by rather, but rather, they're replacing the workers entirely because the cost of investing in new equipment is reduced by the bonus depreciation tax break. It makes it more affordable for businesses to shift the new I'm sorry, shifts to new production technologies that rely on machines rather than human labor. If you believe that the market is doing things correctly, Juan Carlos Suarez Salato, I like that name, one of the study's co-authors said in an interview, he said, the rate at which we invest in these things should not be accelerated artificially. An accelerated shift toward machine labor also has troubling implications for economic inequality. If you have more machines and fewer workers, there's going to be more inequality going toward people who own the machines and not the people who use them. <coughs> I'm telling you, y'all see that uh that machine stacking the shelves at Walmart? Anybody seen that? In, like in the flesh? I mean, I guess it's not a flesh, right? They call that in the wild. Anyone seen that in the wild? Machine running around, stacking on, stacking, putting stuff on shelves. Y'all, let me know. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with my throat. I'm sorry, y'all. Um. In the meantime, you know, Samsung announces a folding phone with 5G at nearly two thousand dollars. This is on Reuters. Samsung Electronics Company. I know, it's kind of ridiculous. I won't go into this, right? But I mean, check it out. Uh, Samsung unveiled a nearly $2,000 folding smartphone in a bid to top the technology of Apple and Chinese rivals and reignite consumer interest amid slumping sales. It's called the Galaxy Fold. It'll go on sale April 26th. 20, <laughs> um and take advantage of the new faster 5G mobile networks. Yeah, I mean I, I I'm hearing this countries that don't have five G and won't get it. You also, I don't know. I don't know if that's significant. It looks it looks similar to a conventional smartphone but then opens like a book to reveal a display the size of a small tablet. All right, last but not least, this is on MIT Technology Review. I mean, it, most people I, I, most people are paying attention to these phones and all this other stuff, man. All this other I mean, this stuff is going down. It's going down, in my opinion. It's just you know, uh, Technology Review, um, MIT's little paper or whatever. You know what I mean? Once hailed as unhackable. Y'all check this out. Blockchains are now getting hacked. Y'all know what blockchain is? It's the the technology that uh, these cryptocurrencies are built on. Blockchain. Blockchain technology is what's behind, you know, uh, know, these coins. Bitcoin, Ethereum and stuff. Check it out. More and more. Security holes are appearing in cryptocurrency and smart contract platforms, and some are fundamental to the way they were built. February 19th. Early last month, the security team at Coinbase noticed something strange going on in Ethereum Classic, one of the cryptocurrencies people can buy and sell using Coinbase's popular exchange platform. It's blockchain the history of all its transactions, was under attack. An attacker had somehow gained control of more than half of the network's computing power and was using it to rewrite the transaction history. That made it possible to spend the same cryptocurrency more than once, known as double spends. The attacker was spotted posing this off to the tune of $1.1 million dollars. Coinbase claims that no currency was actually stolen from any of its accounts, but a second popular exchange, Gate.io, has admitted it wasn't so lucky, losing around two hundred thousand dollars to the attacker. And the attacker strangely returned half of it the next day, so they only lost a hundred G's. Just a year ago, the nightmare scenario was mostly theoretical. But the so-called 51% attack against Ethereum Classic was just the latest in a series of recent attacks on blockchains that have heightened the stakes for the nascent industry. In total, hackers have stolen nearly $2 billion worth of cryptocurrencies since the beginning of of 2017. That's two years. That's a billion dollars a year, mostly from exchanges, and that's just what has been revealed publicly. These are not just opportunistic known attackers, either. Sophisticated cybercrime organizations are now doing it, too. Analysts uh, say analytics from Chain Analysis, wow, that's a tongue twister, recently said that Just two groups, both of which are apparently still active, may have stolen and combined $1 billion from exchanges. We shouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised. Blockchains are particularly attractive to thieves because fraudulent transactions can't be reversed as they often can be in in the traditional financial system. Besides that, we've long known that Just as blockchains have unique security features, they have unique vulnerabilities. Marketing slogans and headlines that call the technology unhackable or unhackable were dead wrong. That's been understood, at least in theory, since Bitcoin emerged a decade ago. But in the past year, amidst a Cambrian explosion of new cryptocurrency projects, We started to see what this means in practice and what these inherent weaknesses could mean for the future of blockchains blockchains and digital assets. What is a blockchain? A blockchain is a cryptographic database maintained by a network of computers each of which stores a copy of the most up-to-date version. A blockchain protocol is a set of rules that dictate how the computers in the network should verify new transactions and add them to the database. The protocol employs cryptography, game theory, and economics to create incentives for the computers in the network or the nodes to work toward securing the network instead of attacking it for personal gain. If set up correctly, the system can make it extremely difficult and expensive to add false transactions, but relatively easy to verify valid ones. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna end there. I'm gonna end there. <laughs> I'm gonna end there with current events. That's that's all I got for y'all. Let me just. Let's just let's let's be let's be done there. I appreciate y'all <clears throat> for checking out the show, but I mean that's it for current events. I welcome to the foundation. Yes, yes. Um, today we will be talking about private trust versus public trust. This is what I want to get into today. Sometimes I do forget that we have, you know, people who are continuing to come into the awareness and the understanding that, you know, trust are important, let alone trust exists. Also that, you know, there are different kinds of trust or types of trusts. And further. Understanding that different trusts, you know, are jur- jurisdictional to take to say the least, the protections and powers that go along with that. <clears throat> so you know, being me, you know, so L, I do want to, you know, kind of, not necessarily. Or how would I say it? Not necessarily, you know, take it back because you, know, you can never really take it back. But I do want to, you know, get specific and discuss and touch on, you know, the differences and distinctions between private trusts and public trusts. So with that being said, you know. The first thing I wanted to say was,
0: and this is, you know, this, I guess this
3: is how I'm going to start out. I do want to start off by saying, you know, I do I do a lot of uh, private consulting, you know, and, you know, as well as specific type of educational curriculum, you know, trustee training and stuff. And I've noticed that, you know, a lot of people, or most, no, I wouldn't say most people, but, you know, it's a good number. People that you know when they go private, they start, you know, they get to the position where they understand that, like, yo, trust, trust is important. You know, these uh, there are, you know, the elite, and you know, people who are rich or you know, people who have who I feel like have, you know, a significant amount of money. They operate through trust, and we, you know, it's kind of exciting, and. You understand that there's, you know, going private is, is a big deal, and you know, a lot of people they start reading on public law with regards to trust, and they, you know, they'll read something, and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll call me or text me or you know something like that, and they'll be like, "I just read that if you got a trust." If you're doing a trust, and you do this with the trust, and then they do this with the trust. Oh, I just read that. You know, if you do, if you do, if you do a certain transaction with the trust, and they say
4: the
3: the they say you got to do this with the trust. I say, who, who are they? Oh, the state. I'm reading the state statutes. The state has to. The state said that. And you know, other different, you know. Uh, things or realizations or new things that you know people who you know are just learning they're just now coming into this information and they're starting to do research and you know they reading something you know. But see now, now I gotta, you know now I gotta describe like the difference between public rules, you know, and public policy And public laws And public jurisdiction And you know uh, Public authority That um, There's a difference between A public trust And a private trust and you know, I understand a lot of people think you know a private trust is created privately, but then it interfaces with the public. You know, a lot of ways that's true. it does it does have to interface with the public, but it doesn't come necessarily depending on majority the administration, the administration of the entity. It doesn't come under. The Legislation Legislative control Of you know The state Or the several states Why because it's a contract Entity properly Express trust Express it's expressed it's not in your mind You expressed it and then how do, how do I know You expressed it you put you expressed it on paper You wrote it down So a proper express trust is in all actuality a contract, and doesn't owe its existence to any state legislation. Or basically, it doesn't owe its existence. It doesn't. It wasn't created because the state allowed it to. Any state, the state of Texas, or you know Louisiana, Illinois, the state of New York, <clears throat> This entity. You know, the proper, properly expressed trust did not come into existence under any authority. It came into existence under a right. A right. A right. What was the right? The right to contract unlimited. You ever been in the court, especially if you know this is a civil case, there's some sort of, you know, civil. dispute going on <clears throat> first thing you know the judge gonna say okay is there a contract and if you if you know the, the parties it could be brother and sister it could you know whatever it depends on but if you if you're in a civil court, you know, some sort of commercial matter. There's gonna be some, you know, monetary something monetary, something of value involved. <clears throat> The first thing the judge is going to say is, "There a contract?" If the parties say yes, he's going to say, Can, "I want to see the contract." And the, the bail is going to walk up and you know, grab a contract. I mean, you know, I'm talking like like watching on TV, but I'm serious. You enter the contract in for into evidence for the record. If there is no contract, what does the judge do? The judge is going to fall to the statutes. And, and deal, with, deal with it from that perspective But if, if it's expressed in the contract The judge has to uphold the contract And that's, that's been ruled and said many times by The Supreme Court The Supreme Court has said that many times And upheld that many times But like I said, it's how it's administered. If you don't know that, if you don't understand that. And a right that isn't claimed isn't protected. But yeah, a properly expressed trust does not owe its existence to legislation. Therefore, it doesn't fall under legislative control. The state doesn't, you know, if you're reading, if you're reading something, you know, certain policy, sort of public law. When they're talking about trust, they're talking about trust that they created. They're talking about trust that exists over, uh, through legislative control, like a living trust, some sort of grantor trust, some sort of a revocable trust that was you know, more than likely put together by an attorney or some sort of firm. And you know that's just how it goes down. If you don't know how to do these things, if you're not from an informed family, or you haven't met and defended anyone from an informed family who chose to inform you. You don't know to ask for the a hey, man a. Hey, I know y'all. You know you're a lawyer. Y'all got, y'all, y'all got a law firm and stuff. Y'all put me in a you know a will and a revocable trust and a living will and all this stuff. You gonna take care of me? I know. Thank you. You're going to charge your arm and leg, but, you know, it's professional. What about these, you know, these contract trusts that, you know, I heard about, these express trusts? The private trust. They ain't gonna, first of all, they ain't going to tell you about it. But you bring it up, they're going to tell you, you don't do those. They ain't going to tell you don't exist. They might say, oh, you you might get in trouble with those. People get in trouble with those. Okay, yeah, people get in trouble with lock things. But because they got that state bar card, their first duty is to the public. And think about it, you know, a lot of people get in trouble when they're working with the public. I'm talking about some just being right. I mean, being real, I mean. It's just. It's just that type of situation When you got a properly expressed trust It doesn't come under state legislation Now if you Contract With an expressed trust And you know Some sort of state entity Or a state citizen Or you know A US citizen within a certain state That contract that the trust Entered into with that person Whether it's a company or an individual A contract comes under the jurisdiction of the state, but the actual trust itself does not when properly administered. Private trust owes its existence to contract. That's why a lot of people want these 9-8 numbers. And people run out with these 9 8 they start using them instead of the social
0: I'm going to put
3: everything in the trust. I hear that a lot. I want to put everything in trust. And I don't try to be, you know, pejorative or mean to people because, you know, I love y'all. I love my brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm a, I like to help people. But honestly, when we, if we ever really need to be teaching this stuff or... Defending this, we need to understand that um, the trust holds the title to everything. We pro- we say it properly. We understand exactly what we're talking about. I'm the title of everything in the trust. That car, that vehicle, whatever you want to call it, that carriage, that motor carriage, motor conveyance, private motor, whatever. It's in the trust.
0: It's not technically; it's not in the trust. But I, but I get it, I get it, I get it.
3: But people want to, you know, get this nine a number and you know do all this stuff and send off bonds and all Look, man, I ain't knocking it because I can't because you know, it is what it is. But first, 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 we understand what we're doing and understand the implications. Nine a number is not to be used instead of the social. I know people have used it instead of the social. But I know what it is. It's trust. And when they send you the paperwork, you know, if you give them the right address and they send you the paperwork for that name number, but after whatever name you gave them, I don't care what name you gave them, after that name, it's got a T R. It's got a space T R. the indicates trust. You no, know, my name is a trust. Okay, your name is a trust. I feel you. But where's the governing instrument? Because this is commerce. You no, know, there's no governing instrument, guess what? It defaults to the statutes. That's that's why that's what I'm knocking. That's why I'm that, if I'm knocking anything, I'm knocking that. People not understanding that. My brothers and sisters not understanding that. If you ain't got uh delegating um, some sort of governing instrument. De- delegating authority and so on and so forth, you know what I mean? Then that nine number is you might as well be just another number, you know what I'm saying? Because whatever we doing with it, we if we get a bank account open or not, or you know, whatever we doing with it, without a proper governing instrument, it's a disregarded entity, and they're gonna tax it to the debtor or the grant or grantor, and the grantor is who the debtor, the straw, the individual, and that's public trust, man. Look, it. They, the Internal Revenue Service will do their best to classify your trust as an association, taxes, as corporation. That's what they do, especially when they see like this type of entity. They see a nine eight number stuff like that. They already know. Best thing they go. That's what they want to do. If you not, if you can't stand stand on these specific protections, it falls and defaults to the statutes, the code. You know, I mean, come on. Now they're coming at us. You know, they're coming at us. Ah, they're coming at us. And yeah, I know. We know what's right. We know what it is. We know what it is. There is no money. At the same time, we understand public and private don't mix. We don't participate in public controversy. And we stay in honor at all costs. I mean, you know. We all know, right? We know, right? But it's business, is business, and it's not being handled. And they're coming at you. All because we're not understanding the difference between public and private when it comes to these entities, when it comes to a trust. And on top of that, we're not understanding that when it comes to these trusts, public or private, if you walk in there, you don't know, you don't know what you're talking about. The uh this 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 accountant, I don't care if it's a road agent or not. You walk in there and you don't know what you're talking about, they ain't filing it, man. Come on, man. I mean, look. They gonna they gonna defaulted to, to some statutes. You ain't got the proper documents, you ain't got the proper minutes, uh, the authorities, the governing instruments all weird. You ain't got it, you ain't got our governing instrument. They ain't gonna file that stuff the way and oh, it don't work. It don't work, man. Come on now there's no uh there's no you know uh, 15 step system to go private and be able to stand on it. you think they going you're gonna be sitting a meeting with these people and they' gonna you gonna, they gonna <laughs> they're gonna let you bring in a notebook they ask you a question oh, oh, hold on and you just start flipping pages just thinking you know man, come on. And if you don't know, it defaults to the statutes. That's what happens. And that's, I feel like that's one of the biggest things that people who are trying to go private and, you know, trying to do what's right. Because we understand what it is. I ain't trying to hurt nobody. You know, hopefully you ain't trying to hurt nobody. If you are, I'll, you're trying to scam. Trying to, look, can't help you. That's energy, man. I ain't, nope. But look, for those who ain't trying, you know, just want to, you know, control their affairs and handling on stuff, I'm trying to tell you. You can have the coldest governing instrument or no governing, governing instrument at all. If you don't know what's going on, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a public trust. You can have a 9-8 member. It don't matter. They are going to associate and look at it as a, uh, an association taxability corporation or something like that.
0: I'm telling you.
3: But, the, but, but here's the governing instrument. And they're going to be like, okay, yeah. Oh, hold on. And we start flipping through your notebook, electronics. Nah, no, no. And then they now, now it's now your your nine a number is a public trust. It's a public. I mean, might as well be, that's how it's being treated. Substance over form. Value the substance. The substance of the administration. Substance of the transaction. How you're using it. You're using it in place of the social. You know, you're using that instead instead of the social security. Area. So you're doing things with that number that you were also doing with the individual. You just swapped out the number. Oh, it's the same thing. It's just an alter ego. Maybe you have bad credit or something. Where, where in the in, you know, revenue code does it say that this makes it a different entity? Oh, you don't have a governing instrument? Oh, well. Yeah. That's just an alter ego. No. There's no protection with an alter ego. You don't get to deduct expenses from an alter you go And if you do, it's only a certain What bracket are you in? Okay, so you can only deduct this These are the only deductions That an individual can deduct on, on their Individual tax return But I got the trust with tonight, it doesn't matter A public trust can be uh, pro- Improperly A public trust a lot of times will be and will become, um, or an improperly administered private trust will most most likely come, become, or be treated as a public trust. If you don't understand what's going on, when it comes time to defend in the fiduciary capacity, which is powerful. In the executive or executory Position Executing contract Which is law I mean come on It's it's a very powerful position to be But if you don't understand You don't know And you, you don't have that In your notes Hold on let me, let me check this You start turning pages and then It's going to be the same as not So I look at it, you know, please look at it like that. You know, it's very, it's very important. Is it, is it hard? Um, I wouldn't say, you know, getting to the point where, you know, you can properly administer, you know, your private estate, like for real, for real, and defend it. Um, I wouldn't say it's hard. I would say that it uh, requires dedication. I would I wouldn't say it's easy. I would say I would I would say it's hard. Like oh man, it's hard. I'm like I can't believe
1: oh my god. I read
3: all this. I mean, come on, man. Worst case scenario, you're reading for an hour or so, maybe more. You know, uh, running for five, no six blocks straight, just flat out, just running for six. That's hard. That would be hard, in my opinion. I you know. And it's hard the word hard I guess is relative to, you know, the person who's using it and you know who's interpreting it, I guess. But I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. I don't think it's hard. I just uh I just know it takes dedication, and it takes consistency, and, you know, it's gonna it's gotta be something that you wanna do. And if you don't know, we don't understand, and we get to a place of fear, and then you know, once we're in that place of fear, you know, most people it's really hard to get out of that spot. But a lot of times, fear is due to lack of knowledge, which is you know, it's like this negative loop, feedback loop, or whatever. And it's just you know, it's just destructive. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, there was, I think there was one more thing I wanted to say You know, we're getting close to the end of the show But uh, there's one more thing I wanted to really just kind of touch on And, you know, forgive me if I'm being real so basic But, you know, uh, I do want to say A lot of times when we get to studying And we're looking at... Um, You know, we we all oh, this trust. Okay, there's private trust and there's public, public and private. Okay, okay, we start studying and, and looking things up, and you know, we get our hands on a lot of public stuff. You know what I mean, and you know, even though it says trust and it says this and it says that, a lot of times we don't understand the distinction. And like, okay, a private trust is an express trust that is, you know under the right of contract, not under the privilege of the legislature,
0: not allowed, we don't have to put out an application.
3: Or some, or you know, submit articles or anything like that to any state authority or anything like that. It's due to the right to contract, which is very powerful, and that's the you know that's the governing instrument, I and mean, that's you know the contract is important. Understanding the contract is is equally important, as well as your know, proper execution of the contract. That is that is. The powerful position, because those that can impair the obligation of contract, and understanding that, understanding how to enforce that, understanding proper jurisdiction is very important. I understand, you know, the the draw. There's there's a large draw to you know these. These numbers that we We refer to as nine 8 numbers I understand the draw But you know Proper administration is everything Proper understanding is required I do want to say that <clears throat> It's a lifestyle definitely a lifestyle and it's you know it's definitely a lifestyle that you you're gonna have to not only work at but it's a lifestyle that you're gonna have to decide that like, yeah this is it for me this is what I'm gonna do this is how I'm gonna do it I'm gonna change my lifestyle because there's a lot of nuances when it comes to you know trust administration but it's a very, very powerful, powerful position to be in when you're in the office of the trustee. I do want to say, you know, uh, passport no social webinar with Chris L. Uh, the recording is going down on the twenty third. I think the brother man is the brother calling in. Man,
1: what's the brother's uh? uh
3: all right Passport, no social, Chris Hill. Um I'm, I really respect this brother You know um, I really do I really respect brothers that is being active And they're they're applying You know, what they've learned In action You know what I mean I think that's I think that's remarkable. It's something that I look to do with myself. And, you know, it's something I like to see in my brothers and my sisters. Man,
1: what's the what's brother's number?
3: I don't know if the brother called in, man. Okay, so look, I'm just going to take some calls, man. Let me just jump on it. But uh, email me, admin at com, And uh, if you're interested in the webinar, um, live webinar was settled on uh, 300 and then 500 for afterwards to not, you know, for the for the video for a copy of the video admin at welcome to the foundation.com I mean let's do it, let's go to the phone line um, let me do three, four, six 4372. four six four three seven two Peace.
2: What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, yo, can you hear me? So L, well, this is Chris L. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was hoping it was you. Yeah. All right. Peace, man. Right yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Doing well, brother. Doing yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? I'm up in here in the Walmart family's uh, uh, business trying to find some uh, ratchet straps.
4: <laughs>
0: but okay, right. into the show
2: and 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 listening to what you what you're sharing with the people and and the people not ready for what you're really saying because a lot of them don't even understand that the when you when you dropped what you dropped about um the tax incentive okay. the tax incentive for being in trust that shit right there you know what I'm saying like. It's major, but the only way that you can move properly in trust, regardless if it's public or private, you have to have some type of capacity. That's it. I'm starting to learn now <clears throat> um, the concept of contract. Just for all my musicians out there, and so well, you're a part of it as a musician, as a creator. When it comes down to contract, I just had. Uh, uh, Excuse me, my company, my production company just had a a, a visual sent back from video or vivo because of a copyright infringement. Because the artist didn't read the contract when they bought the beat. So, what we're talking about right now, not to put private information out there, but that's a private situation that you spoke on in the current event that I have as a current event in my company right now as a CEO and it's based on people not reading the contract so now uh, an undetermined amount of income could potentially be lost based on one person not reading the contract and if there's one thing that a trustee should know from my perspective, that's they need to read every contract. <laughs> if it's a four-page contract, you need to be reading four pages.
3: Yeah, a lot of people don't read
2: contracts. You know, if you don't know what you're good getting yourself into when you get into it, you're setting yourself up for that. There are certain athletes in the game when you come talking about sports that don't have to watch film and things of that nature because of their athletic ability. Allen Iverson practice, practice, but he had an actual ability, you know, an ability to be able to play the game of basketball without having to practice. But in this private, public. uh jurisdiction because you only got two choices in this jurisdiction and that's public or private that's it so you're either going to practice or not and if you don't practice in this side the practice is reading because a lot of these contracts aren't that hard to read some of them just a lot of pages that's it they're that hard to read but my people perish for lack like of knowledge So, you sign a contract called a driver's license. You sign a contract called uh, a a bank account. And you all have it set up, well, not you all, most people have it set up with their socials. And you wonder why the government can tap your account because you owe so called on the student loan. Your fault.
3: You signed a contract. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: they're
3: about to do that. They about, that's what they're about to do. They're talking about that. That's, man, they're finna push that. They're finna push that. Did
2: you Did you hear about
3: that legislation they're trying to introduce? You talk, that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know? when there's not supposed to be a debtor's prison based on the Constitution, that's neither here on there. You can't call upon your Constitution to protect the rights when you have to when you sign your name on the dotted line of the business contract and that contract stipulates that the citizen the U.S. citizen is doing this thing so for our entrepreneurs out there let's not be a business owner let's be an entrepreneur business owners don't make money entrepreneurs do because an entrepreneur is one that knows how to take the businesses that they created and know how to make them work together, keep the money or so-called money in-house. If I have a jewelry shop, then I'm going to own a diamond mine or have some type of ownership percentage of a diamond mine. Then I'm going to not just have a physical storefront, I'm also going to have an online storefront. Hey, that- and sell the same damn rocks that came out of the goddamn mine that I own at the of. Entrepreneurship. We have people our people that look to professional sports as the key. When I can show you an article right now, you can look it up online when it talks about if you played professional sports before nineteen ninety three, your Pension for the NFL and the NBA ain't shit. And we talking about legends by the names of like Jim Brown. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot lot of, of
3: people, marketing. you know, whether they professional athletes or, you know, entertainers, you know, once the money stops coming, they just they go broke and be bankrupt and have their own money. But I that depends
4: on
2: their agents. That depends on their agent, you know, we're talking about, but that, that, when it comes down to it, it talks about that's trust. That's a trust relationship. Everything that we enter into is a trust agreement. Everything. You go to McDonald's, you pay, you get a Big Mac meal. You're trusting that these people are behind that counter giving you food that's not stale and stuff like that. You're trusting that these people are not sick. You're trusting. You put a whole lot of trust in a whole bunch of different situations that most people don't realize has to do with trust. That's why I was saying. The athlete is trusting his agent to know what he's talking about and not being in for profit for the age. So is the music artist. So is the actor. So is the engineer at a particular oil facility. Same thing. It's relevant. Trust. So I, I digress. I'm on the show. I'm just here. You just, man, you gave the people, you know what I'm saying, a lot, a lot of juice right there.
4: Oh, yeah
3: yeah we're going to keep it going so you know we look forward to you know this uh this webinar got some people asking how how long do you think the webinar is going to be an hour or so maybe an hour and a
2: half it might be it it might be the 3 hour you know mark and the only reason why I say that is because the the webinar is not going to go through um getting a passport without a social without That's not the point of the webinar. The point of the webinar is to show you how I did it for myself, but why I did it for myself and how I was able to do it because I was in official capacity. That's a major word that everybody needs to know on this webinar. Official capacity. Because no matter if you, like we talked earlier, so <laughs> regardless if you a VP a blue pillar or a red pillar, there's a contract that exists. So it depends on what level that you're trying to actually execute the particular contract. You can't be a slave using the social talking about my constitution to protect rights and you waive them or you became a U.S. Citizen. It's not
4: possible. That's an oxymoron.
2: Word. That's like a holy war. (laughs) There is no war that's holy. But it is dependent on your perception. If you have a perception, if you know that the etymology of the word blessed means to consecrate with blood, then God bless America. So, for me, instead of. You know, they they, they we, we talked earlier when you were talking about they're spilling our they spilling our blood to the streets. With they yanking they yanked me out the car so L well without the social with the passport and claimed that it was a forgery. So it's not about just getting it, it's about knowing how to stand on your circle and square when they approach you. They're agent. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. because they just they just pulled up in back of me. I wouldn't do I was at a red light. Mm-hmm. And they pulled up in back of the and The agent said that your vehicle is not registered.
3: I can say what y'all want. I don't play with them people out there, them highway robbers with guns and stuff. I don't play with them.
4: <laughs> I, I can say what y'all want, me. man. I don't play with them
3: people. <laughs> I handle that with their superiors. I, I handle that later with your superior. And I ain't going to say that to them. Like, I do not participate in public controversy. You know, straight up. Look. No. Exactly. Like I saw a video on the, uh, of a
2: young lady on YouTube that was screaming rape from an agent trying to get her out the car. Ma'am, you admitted to this man you have a driver's license. Ma'am, you admitted that you have a contract that you have to adhere to sixty million sex, regardless of if you know they exist or not. Ma'am, you are not being raped. Ma'am, you signed the contract. Ma'am, you fucked yourself. read. <coughs> So for me, I don't have, you said what? I don't have a, a, that was a video
3: mm-hmm. of, a, of a, of a, police dude. He was pulling out of some, some, some woman out the car and she was, screaming yeah, crazy. she was
2: pulling out of way. Actually it was a white chick too. It was a, it was a European chick pulling her out the oh, car, man. trying to pull her out the car. And she was all right, rape, rape And it's like, what are you serious? You just admitted to this man that you got a driver's license. That's a contract and you have to perform. Well, she wasn't driving. She was in a passenger seat. Can a passenger get a ticket for a seat belt not being on? Yes. Whether or not it's right or not, doesn't matter. What what, what contract, what what agreement you signed? Because your agreement says that you're supposed to do a specific thing and you're expected to perform. And if you do not, there's a fee for it. There's a fee for it. You can't get into this game and operate on the private side if you don't know what the rules of the game are. You gotta have training. You gotta have uh, 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 private education, if you will. Because when they hit you up, you won't be able to hit up So L. Well. You won't be able to hit up whoever L. Babe. I don't care who they are. You ain't gonna be able to hit them up and be, them be able to give you answers to some shit you supposed to know yourself. It's your responsibility, your freedom, your education. That's how I feel about (laughs)
4: cheating.
2: So this webinar is one that's going to open eyes to a paradigm. Because I do this shit every day. I live this. It's a way of life. Abraham Lincoln. He became one of my favorite presidents Not based on him freeing slaves Because he said if you don't want to argue a point Don't bring it up Mm. (laughs) That's what I look at And that's why If you put yourself in proper position Within official capacity They can't argue their point Bring my words back to me so that it may not return void unto you. Go in any spiritual context and read that. Any religious context is in there. I don't care if you read the Talmud, the Tanakh, the, the Quran, the, the Bible. It all says it to a degree, just like every state stipulates all of the constitutional uh, restrictions or the, the constitutionally protected rights or the infringement upon the agency called the government or its instrumentality. We have a loophole We choose not to use it Because we go with what's familiar As opposed to what's real
4: mm.
2: Familiar get you fucked Real will get you paid
3: <sighs> I ain't trying ain't to sound no like no temper preacher Out here or nothing but <laughs> <laughs> Ad, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. At welcome to the foundation It's gonna be a great webinar. I should definitely get down, get down, get down. Um appreciate you, you know, checking in on the show, man. And yes, I, sir. You know, I'll talk to you soon. I'll definitely talk to you yes, soon. Yes, sir.
2: And I'm great on the time over here, brother. You too.
3: All right, peace. All right, we gonna go to <clears throat> real quick. I man, and I'm kind of feeling a certain way because I forgot about this. Uh, P, yeah, peace to that, peace to brother uh, Chris L. Uh, admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation He said it ain't really just about the passport, no social. So sounds like it's gonna be very educational. Um,
0: I just I I had the pleasure
3: to be out of town. I was uh. With some clients, I was in Philadelphia recently, and I ran into this sister who um, deals with insurance. And we would get to talking about insurance because y'all know me, you know, life insurance and private bank. You build in the private, uh, that's private banking, and it's definitely one of the uh, the, mo- models, the, mo- the models, the most, the you know, use in the private as far as like you know. Uh, Wealth creation, wealth generation, and so on and so forth. So we're talking about insurance. I'm telling her, you know how how they play, you know, different policies play into you know the private estate and so on and so forth. And she told me, the sister told me. Um, and I told her, I was like, look, sister, I'm, I'm definitely gonna shout you out, uh, Miss Underwood. She was uh, telling me that uh, a lot of insurance companies won't insure inmates. And parolees Or anyone on probation But she was saying like You know she with what she does she works with people I mean with companies that can get insurance Like insurance life insurance On inmates parolees And people on probation man And I was like are you serious She was like yeah she was serious You know she showed me Uh She gave me this pamphlet I read the pamphlet She gave me this uh, flyer I read the flyer She gave me her card Um, I did some research on the company And you know It appeared to be true So And and this is huge You know Um, But And I asked her So are you saying You know um, Individual universal life insurance you talking about whole life insurance What kind of policies are you talking about she was like, well, you know, whole whole life insurance, but mostly, you know, individual, you know, universal life insurance policies. And I'm, you know, I'm talking about cash value and you know all these points that you know we look Debt benefits, you know, uh, paid up additions riders with the riders with regards to if um, you have a terminal illness or you get disabled or something like that. And she said, yeah, she was very familiar. And I, you know, I just think it's important. That you know this is This this be spoken on and I ain't saying like you know it's, it's just the truth man you know Most of our people are in prisons The ones who look like us we're we locked up A lot of us are locked up and even Even if you go on private and so on and so forth Um there are different avenues That you may not think that are open to But Here's an avenue that's open The sister you know her name is uh, Sister Underwood Um she She uh, works with a company that can get life insurance on uh, inmates, parolees, and people on probation. So when you go on private, you can put, you know, a life insurance policy on these people, and use use these policies, you know, for your, you know, private banking in your estate. So you know it's just an option. It's not another option, you know it's good to keep options open. All right. You can email me Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com I can give you the sister's um, Information I'm going to try to Give her a call Or at least call One of her family members Which was You know My direct client When I was in Philly And see if she has An email or something Or how she How she want me to Direct people to her But that I mean It's, it's a big deal It's a big deal I, I know it's a big deal And it may not seem Significant to you But definitely Keep it in mind And if it ever comes up You know Let somebody know Especially you know, going private. There's different things: endowments, private placement accounts, life insurance policies. There's different things that work gorgeously and luxuriously with private estate, private trusts, private contracts, family trusts, so on and so forth. Like just, just wonderful. You can't understand. It'll make you feel weird. Like your first couple months of doing this stuff, you feel like I'm going to jail. They're gonna come get me. But nah, man, it's like. When you step on this side, you know you get information that ninety-nine, 99% of the ninety-nine percent of people don't get, and it's not—it's not illegal. It's—it's it's lawful, and you know there's different ways of doing things. You know, so you know, admin that welcome to the foundation.com. You know, shout out just to Sister Underwood, um, doing great things, doing great things. Next caller: six one five three zero two eight. 615-3028-Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 615? You're live. 615-3028. Did you mute button? No?
4: Uh-uh. I heard something. Deep breath.
0: Peace. All right. Well, you know, Hey. Hey.
3: Hey, it happens. Uh two one six two three six nine area code two one six. Two three six nine peace. Which family you calling from? Hey, how you?
5: I'm I'm well. How peace to the God. Peace to the guys. How you doing? Bro? Uh I'm both Out of Cleveland, man. I wanna make an appointment. Bo at out of Cleveland. At, yeah. I appreciate your and I want to make an appointment To bring you here to Cleveland To enlighten some of myself And my brothers and sisters Because we definitely okay, yeah. You know uh, So I can email you later on And we can do that Set that up
3: <clears throat> Yeah so just send me an email And you will
5: know, uh-huh. Work out the logistics That would be right. my pleasure Come out there and Shoot. We'll help y'all. And and, and also, I would love to uh, inquire about the information that Sister really T. tried to, try to share with us too. Like I said, we appreciate you tithing and enlightening us because we need this. We need it to liberate ourselves. That's all I got. Yeah.
3: I appreciate you, brother.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: definitely, yeah. I look forward to your email. And uh, thank you for calling in. And you know, I you know I'm just doing, I'm just doing, I'm just, okay. I'm just I'm just a messenger,
5: man. You know, appreciate you. Yeah, thank I you know, very much I know. You you you're like a modern day prophet. You all, I I consider you, you the whole foundation family. But it takes us, it takes a village. To oh man, we just we need this. I'm just so grateful to you, brother. I think The most high every single day. I really do. I'm just so grateful to you. I just want to let you know and encourage and inspire you to do your thing. Thank you. Thank
3: Thank you you very much. Appreciate you calling in. I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. All right. All right. Peace and blessings. All right. Appreciate that. That made me, you know, hey. Hey, thanks, brother. It made my day. Seven one eight eight zero nine two seven one eight eight zero nine two. seven one eight. Eight zero nine two peace What's your name? Where are you calling from?
1: Hey, oh, how you doing? Uh, what you said about um the IRS, you got a lot of people um they, they they know how to play checkers and um the IRS is playing chess with them. The IRS right. is playing chess with them. are so gonna throw something, you're gonna throw something at them and they're gonna throw something back at you. And um, the thing when it comes like that, a lot of people's getting comfortable. They're getting comfortable with these jobs, you know, um, one of the callers you say on there, they trust. Um, they, they they the other definition of trust is you know, you are comfortable with somebody saying. You trust them and you comfortable with what they saying You know, um the L Chris L, he said they um they trust. So when you trust somebody, you comfortable with what they say. And um Um, and I've been listening to you close to four years right now. I remember I started listening to you in 2015, right? That's when, and see, now you spit, you spit, you, you can spit now. What I mean by you can spit, you can float, right? Because when you first started talking, um, you didn't float, you know what I'm saying? You were like, now you float steadily, you know, fluently, and, um, but the thing about it is, like, um, I listened to your record, and you say, like, your father, your uncles, maybe they couldn't advance. And um, you look at something, like, I think it was in 2000 and um, 2013. They started doing the 1041. Am I correct? 19 year no, right. Say it again? In when? I think it was 2014. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Nah, they introduced the 1041 at the same time they introduced the 1040, and if I'm not mistaken, that was in the 1913.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. Well, I, w- I, w- I think what I actually I said 2013 is on the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was off yeah, by one year. Go. Um. Um. Yeah. 100 um, years. We haven't re- yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and you got a lot of people they seeking revenge. I say like once you apply what well, we know. And you hit on this line, or somebody say something, you get some books and you read up on it. Then you caught up. You just have they just have to apply it. Once they apply, they they caught up. But you got some people they looking to seek revenge. Um, I say like this. Uh, don't we seek revenge? You know, just do what you got to do, and um, you know um, do what you got to do. You know, get your little land. Because a lot of people right now they paying for a lot of stuff. Go back to the old way it was as um. They said it's generic. You know, um, Yusuf L. probably said it before. Go to the generics, you know. Um, grow your own stuff that you don't have to pay for. And see, I used to work with excavators. I don't know if you know about heavy equipment. I, you know, I know how to do that. But when you talk about glorious and stuff like that, oh, yes, yeah, so I like to push something up. So I got a high policy, and I'll put it up for a 345 cat excavator, and i break me some land. Cause I know you're about to get into the grants with the housing thing. I hope that took off very well I know it will because um what you put in is what you're gonna get out if you don't put nothing in you ain't gonna get anything out of it um and and the thing about that um I ain't, try- I ain't I'm not gonna hold up the line um but but from there they yeah they gotta put in they gotta put in a lot of stuff As I' so much to say I haven't spoken in a while but um I'm gonna let you take the next caller and yos um live long and stay strong.
3: Absolutely. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, you as well, you man. Too. Live long, stay strong. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks for always, you know, adding to the foundation, family. You're welcome, fam. Peace. family. Peace. <clears throat> all right. Um, you know what? That's, with that being said, that, that, let that be the last caller. I appreciate y'all checking out the show. Definitely. I think it's big. Um, you know, before we get out of here, I think it's big, important, you know, uh, if y'all interested in, you know, possibly getting into some life insurance for some of your people that's locked up, you know, uh, email me, admin at welcome to the com. Uh, trustee training. You want to, you know, begin your private, uh, your private, your private transition. Uh, definitely email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Let's, let's talk about some trustee training. Let's get you, let get you doing your dance as well as, you know, we're going to do webinar passport, no social. If you're on the email list, I believe you should have got an email blast with regards to that. Uh, we're going to be recording that uh, this this Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, wow. A couple days. Um, so you want to get on that, email email us, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Get in on that. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, we got, you know, are we... We need to get to the point where we're competent to handle handle our own affairs, you know. And a lot of times maybe in a family that you know there's some people that, that can't handle their own affairs or, you know, maybe don't want to or something and that's cool. But, you know, we need to have more people in our families that are able to handle our own affairs or at least contribute something specific to, you know, the family estate, whether it be accounting or you know, business knowledge or acumen, or some sort of trade, like you know, leather worker, or you know, just something. You know what I mean, uh, that could you know uh, contribute to you know the, the production of you know whatever medium of exchange is being used in that particular time. You know, right now it'd be Federal Reserve notes, gold, silver, whatever. But you know, overall, when it comes to proper administration, understanding. How to do business, interface with the public, banks, uh, attorneys, accountants, um, the internal revenue service, uh, things of that you know, uh, 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 like uh, insurance companies, uh, as well as brokerage houses, stocks, bonds. A trust can do anything that a person can do. So when I said private transition, that's exactly what I mean. You know? So the transition, it, it takes a certain amount of time and differentiates for everybody, for each individual, family, and, you know, individual. But it's a proper transition, legal person. It takes understanding of the proper administration, and there's got to be, you know, I mean, we got to have at least a couple people in our state that understands this. And then those coming up Who can be mentored in this Because I mean what's, What is it If we come into all this knowledge And you know We can't pass it on That's detrimental As far as I'm concerned I, you know, I don't want to just You know uh, Benefit from my knowledge If I can't necessarily pass it on To those that I love and that's important In order to do that We need to understand We need to know What the difference is Between the private trust And the public trust we need to be able to bring up specific, you know, courts, case citations and different authorities. I'm sorry, I'm a trustee I'm on a non-disclosure. I can take this to the board of trustees, and you know, they can vote on it. And you know, hey, I'm just an individual one, and you know, I can't do this. You know, I'm not trying to get removed as a trustee. You know, this, uh, you know, just understanding where and when to invoke certain protections or powers or contractual obligations or whatever is a lot to do with you know the proper administration. Of your private estate, it's multiple trusts. Trust is trust, you know. It's ministered in a specific way. You don't want your private estate to come and fall under the jurisdiction of the public. And in order to avoid that, you got to properly, you know, understand what's good. I got some clients that, man, look, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it for you. I can't do it for you. Um, I just recommend you study. I'm in. I'm One of those brothers who I want to be a resource. I'm not the resource. You need to have multiple members. I'm not the guy. Just like the guy. Like, nah. Nah. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even come close to saying that. But I do want to be a resource, you know, um, to help the initial phases of transition from, you know, public to private and the, the specific points and understandings that need to be stood on in order to make and begin to make that transition and it's you know proper administration of trust understanding the difference between public entities and private entities where they draw their protections benefits liabilities and you know delegations of authority venue jurisdiction and the like and it takes study but you can do it you can do it I did it whatever you know um Everyone is different. Everybody learns at a different pace. It's okay. But, you know, not everybody listening is going to email us, and not everybody that emails is, you know, going to roll with us. But, you know, for those who are with it, admin at welcometofoundation.com, it will be an honor for me to assist you in your private transition. For you to understand, you know, get those aha moments. Like, aha! Because those things are great. You know, being able to properly administer your private trust, without all the extra and all the potentials and all the extra, uh, this might be and maybe, you know, with this and, and straw man. Like, look, just, just get your private stuff before you start dealing with that public stuff. With the, you know, the ten ninety nine. Look, just get your private state in order first. I think that's what you should be responsible for. I think that's the most noble and responsible thing to do before I get out here and start doing crazy stuff. Let me handle my private affairs. Let me get some life insurance in case you know, you know, whatever goes down. Let me, you know, let me let me get this, you know, all my assets set in trust so you know, they don't gotta worry about going to court and all this other stuff and you know, showing birth certificates and you know, it's all this crazy Let me just put all this in trust. So, you know, let them know their successors. They want to mess it up, they can mess it up. But let me just handle this before I get to acting crazy. They go in the to and start talking about you know, straw man and, and house joint whatever handle your private business first before you walk outside. Make sure your house is in order. And that's outside. With that being said, admin me at welcome to the foundation.com. You got the, you know, the webinar. You got the new sister underwood with the, you know, insurance for our people that's locked up. We got the trustee training. Welcome to the foundation.com. At least sign up for the email list. I'm going to start getting you know, more on that. And, you know, I'll catch y'all next week on another episode of The Foundation. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. And, uh, you know, give thanks. 10 things that you're thankful for. Let that be, you know, one of your habits that you partake of at least three times a day from now on. Just, you know, randomly say and think of or say out loud 10 things that you're thankful for. Get in the habit of that. And I'll check y'all next week. Love y'all. Be safe. Peace to the on the all the way live.
2: High Frequency Radio.